I kept feeling worse and like my pain was worse uh, after every single class. Ignite your best life. Yoga is the spark. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Yoga Hacks podcast, where we take yoga off the mat and into our daily life. Although today's episode is very much about yoga on the mat. I am going to be talking about in this episode some of the struggles I've had with prenatal yoga. And if you are pregnant or thinking of becoming pregnant, you definitely want to stay tuned and listen. And even if you aren't pregnant or thinking of becoming pregnant, I think you still might really enjoy this episode because what this really is about is how we need to take responsibility for our own practice, personalize our practice, and really find the style of yoga, even the style within a style like prenatal that really works for us. And I'm going to be giving tips on how to do that as we go through this episode. So being pregnant has been such a blessing for a variety of reasons, but especially as a yoga teacher because it's made me be a beginner in my body and a beginner in my practice all over again, which is a huge gift, especially when your focus for like for me is teaching others. So it's reminded me what it's like when all of a sudden you're you're not as familiar with your body or maybe not as familiar with the practice. And even though I did oh, let's see, maybe 150 hours or more of exclusive prenatal yoga training. The training and everything I learned about prenatal yoga, and I'm going to talk in this podcast about prenatal like a style of yoga, just like hatha or vinyasa or kundalini or any of the styles of yoga we explored in our Find Your Style Yoga Challenge, which if you didn't do or take, sign up and get all those classes right now at brettlarkin.com forward slash style. So it became very apparent in all these hours of training and then my own experience on the mat was that just because I'm pregnant doesn't mean traditional prenatal yoga is right for me as an individual. And I'm going to explain why. And I think this happens to a lot of people. It's like you get excited about a certain style of yoga because you hear about it or you hear it's good for a specific injury or condition. If we think of pregnancy as a condition that you have and you just assume like, oh, this is going to be the right fit for me. This is the answer. And all the marketing language and really everything in our world lines up to sell us programs that are answers to our problems. So if you're pregnant, you're supposed to do prenatal yoga. And if you want to lose weight, you're supposed to do super fast power yoga or core power or something like that. And and the list goes on and on. And every fitness program out there is really developed around this concept of selling people a solution to a condition or problem. And prenatal yoga is really developed as it should be for people who've never really done yoga before. So many women come to prenatal yoga who've never done a yoga class before because they've heard that prenatal yoga is going to give them an easier labor or it was recommended to them by their physician or midwife. So with prenatal yoga, you're dealing all of a sudden with this population of people who are basically yoga beginners in many sense, many senses, meaning that they may not have a ton of flexibility, may not have a lot of familiarity with the basic yoga poses. And the way prenatal yoga is developed, at least here in the States, and the way it was taught to me and my 
hundreds of hours of training and, and a lot of the classes that I've taken both online and in person is that it's really skewed towards the, the new to yoga woman who is pregnant. And I think that's great. And that is really as it should be, because especially as teachers, we want to, we want to teach to the, the, the people who need our help <laughs> the most, right? We don't want to assume everyone's advanced. It's better to assume everyone's a beginner. Now, for me, that wasn't the actual issue. The actual issue was that a lot of this prenatal yoga was focusing on opening and stretching the body and opening and stretching the hips, which again makes perfect sense because where does your baby come out? From between your from between your hips, right? So for the average woman who's maybe never done yoga or done a tiny bit of yoga, she probably needs to increase her flexibility in those areas, right? One of the best positions you can give birth in is a squat. And for many women, they can't even touch their toes or come into a squat at all. So it makes perfect sense that prenatal yoga is designed to help them open those areas. However, if you're like me and you already have a super strong yoga practice or maybe you're a yoga teacher or maybe you're an ex-dancer and you're hypermobile and hyperflexible, opening my hips more and increasing my flexibility more is actually the worst thing I could do at this particular time because when you're pregnant, a hormone called relaxin is pumping through your bloodstream making it extremely likely that you can injure yourself just by tearing a muscle or going too far. And now that I'm in my third trimester, I am feeling a lot of what it's called pubic synthesis discomfort, where it's like my pelvis is literally widening apart. There's so much relaxing in my body and my bloodstream. And when I do all these poses that are recommended in prenatal yoga and the prenatal yoga classes I go to, which are like lunges and lizards and squats and all these things, again, designed to open the lower body, it actually exacerbates and makes my pubic synthesis discomfort way, way, way worse. So prenatal yoga is brilliant in that if, if it's for people who have limited flexibility, limited range of motion, or are new to yoga and are trying to stretch into kind of all these areas for the first time. But if you're someone who's hypermobile like me or has a strong yoga practice for many years already, that might be the opposite of what you need. So all of a sudden within this sphere of prenatal yoga, and again, this can be applied to within the sphere of any style of yoga, you have people who, and we don't even need to think of this in terms of beginner folks and experienced folks. And I talk about this in my online yoga teacher training. You can think of it in terms of people who have more stability, right? And people who have more flexibility. And you want everyone to sort of meet in the middle. So within the spectrum of prenatal, prenatal caters to people trying to get them to be more flexible, assuming that they don't have a lot of flexibility, they haven't done yoga before. But the reality is people who are hypermobile and flexible like me and maybe other yoga teachers, experienced yogis and dancers, we actually need to focus more on stability in order to achieve balance in the body, which is again, the ultimate aim of all yoga, regardless of the style, is to find balance, to find homeostasis, to be in anatomical neutral so that the body can optimally function. So it's kind of comical because even me, who knows 
how important it is to personalize your practice, who actually runs and is part of a whole online community called Uplifted, which is dedicated to helping people personalize their yoga practice. Even with all that knowledge, I still just kept going to prenatal yoga classes thinking that there was something wrong with me or that eventually I'd go to a class that just felt right or would kind of do the right thing for me. And it just never happened. I kept feeling worse and like my pain was worse uh, after every single class. And of course, you know, this is my first pregnancy. So you sort of want to trust the experts or trust your training. But what I found when I went deep within is that all of the generic prenatal yoga exercises aren't designed for people like me. And if you, again, have a very strong yoga practice, you're very flexible, you're hypermobile, ex-dancer, you're probably going to be in the same camp either now or when you are pregnant that you're going to need to focus way more on stability than mobility and flexibility. And the reality is there just aren't any prenatal yoga classes out there for people like us. So, of course, I'm working on creating some that will be in my Pregnant and Powerful course. Uh, you can get all my prenatal resources at pregnantandpowerful.com if you haven't already done that. So make sure to do that. There's a free reading list and a bunch of free videos. Uh, but my bigger message here for everyone, whether you're pregnant or not, is that you really need to take responsibility for your own workout and your own healing. And it's 50% taking responsibility and being willing to do the work, like being saying to yourself, why does this feel uncomfortable? This doesn't feel right for me. How can I ask a teacher after class why or get more information on this? That's 50%. And then the other 50% is really trusting your own voice in terms of the exercises that your intuition is telling you you need to do. For example, I'm going to all these prenatal, you know, do squats and yummy lunges classes, and all I want to do is chair pose at the wall and squeeze a block between my inner thighs because I just am like, that's what I need. I need to stabilize. And even me with all my experience and I think a really strong intuition about what my body needs, I felt weird about that until I talked to a prenatal teacher <laughs> Uh, after class and, and she point blank said to me and it really boosted my confidence. She said, yeah, you don't need normal prenatal. You're like the opposite of everyone else and who prenatal yoga is designed for. So you're completely on track. Like just do your own thing, focus on stability, squeeze a block between your inner thighs, do tons of chair pose. And she was like, I'd love to see you back in my class, but honestly, maybe don't even come back. And when she said that, I just really... It really resonated and I was so grateful that she said that because I just felt kind of like a crazy person. And same thing with some other really amazing yoga teachers, uh, some that are actually featured in my Uplifted membership that I talked to and emailed with. They said the exact same thing. They said that during their pregnancy, they had to completely focus on stability instead of stretching and flexibility. And I just realized like this is this unspoken thing that's happening. <laughs> so... If you're pregnant, make sure that you're really listening to your body. And if you're an experienced yogi, be aware that prenatal yoga as it exists right now actually not, might not be designed for you or that appropriate for you. And if you're listening and you're not pregnant, take this info to heart and really stop thinking of a style of yoga as the solution to your problem and realize that the only solution to 
your pain, your condition, whatever it is you're going through for optimum health and well-being is to take responsibility, like being your own teacher and then listening to what it is that you really want and to personalize your practice. And Ultimately, if you want help with that, that's what the Uplifted community is all about because you're assigned a mentor right when you sign up. We have dedicated training plans for everyone from beginners to people who want to do like advanced chakra, subtle body work. Uh, and myofascial release work. We, we have something for everyone and your mentor can help you pick the plan that's right for you. And then we also have a video feedback system where if you want to get feedback on how you're doing a pose or if you're struggling with an injury, you can do that. And obviously there's a ton now of prenatal classes in there as well that I've been doing as of late. So that's why I'm really so passionate about what we're doing in Uplifted because everything else I see out there with yoga and fitness is just trying to sell a one size fits all solution or some new fancy style to people. And the reality is it's not simple. It's definitely more complex, but it's so much more effective (laughs) to really empower people to personalize their practice. And this is something you can do even if you're at home. Um, because I know a lot of people don't have access to a teacher or can't afford a private. And again, with Uplifted, it's, you know, like 16 bucks a month or, or something like totally affordable, less than the cost of one in-person class. And you're just going to be so empowered. And of course, a lot of that is you deciding to explore the content and the membership and connect with your mentor and, you know, get on the mat every day. But Everything you need in the community and the accountability and the feedback system is there for you. So that is my prenatal yoga rant. I would love to hear from you in the comments below if you've ever had an experience similar to mine where you tried a certain style of yoga, you thought it was going to be a certain way, and then you realize that you actually need to modify, that you're actually in a different camp than, than other people. I'd love to hear any experiences or thoughts that this triggered for you in the comments down below. As always, thank you so, so much for listening, being part of the journey. Obviously, I have so many fears about <laughs> this new process of motherhood I'm going through. And again, it's been so great for uh, to be in Uplifted because so many of you have shared with me your experience. And we have a lot of moms in that group. And I just really feel like I can pull from the, the knowledge of the community. And I'm just so grateful to be on this path of yoga with all of you. So whether you practice with me free on YouTube, you're in my online teacher training, or you are an uplifted member, so, so, so much love. Remember, personalize your practice. Listen to yourself. You are your own best teacher. And from my heart to yours, namaste. This episode was brought to you by Uplifted. Try Brett's membership community for people who want to enrich their life through yoga for free at brettlarkin.com uplifted. Yoga obsessed? Join Brett for yoga teacher training at brettlarkin.com slash train. And don't forget to give back. Like this podcast, leave a rating or review. Share this with someone you love. Remember, now is the time to dedicate yourself to what matters most. From my heart to yours, namaste.